0: Hello to all my coffee lovers and educational boundary pushers. Welcome to the second episode of the Coffee Chug Cafe podcast series titled Living on the Edge of Chaos. My name is Aaron Maurer. Most of you know me as Coffee Chug Books in the online social media world. And this podcast and this particular series is dedicated to challenging not only my thoughts but your thoughts in education and helping you. learn to empower yourselves as people and leaders in the forefront of education. So hopefully we can help you share your passion, push you out of your comfort zone to the edge of chaos so you can tap into your potential and lead your tribe all while enjoying a cup of coffee. And I'm going to tell you right now, I am so excited to bring you this new theme song. This is probably the coolest thing that's ever happened to me in my 10 years of teaching. So without further ado, let's kick into the new Sweetness, or as John Green's word, Awesome Sauce, theme song titled Living on the Edge of Chaos. Thank you for joining us on the Edge of Chaos. Ladies and gentlemen, Aaron, my Chaos. 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 Living on the Edge of Chaos with Woke up. At six o'clock in the morning, chilling with coffee mugs, me and coffee chugs. Talking education all across the nation, pushing boundaries, thinking innovation. Aaron mawa, outside the box thinker, here to teach each and every teacher how to tinker. Living on that edge of chaos, born insane, listening to coffee chugs like caffeine for the brain. One of the top teachers in Iowa, word is born, here to show the world that there's more here than corn. Living on the edge of chaos, chaos, living on the edge of chaos, chaos, living on the edge of chaos, 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 coffee chug, coffee chug, coffee chug, coffee chug, coffee, chug, coffee chug. how awesome is that theme song, I'm telling you, I've had a lot of great things happen in my life, in particular in teaching, and that might be, that's up there, that's the top, and I give all credit to uh, Big Ron. I will leave Big Ron's Twitter handle and all that information in the show notes as well as on my blog. Um, you definitely need to follow this guy, check him out, see what's happening. And this is all stemmed from the power of connection and collaboration among the amazing educators from all over the world. After the first episode last week, for the Living on the Edge of Chaos series, I asked for some help on a theme song. Uh, was not expecting something that remarkable, and it's amazing what happens if you just ask, you know. And, and I teach my students many, many times with social media, you can ask, but you want to make sure that you always give as well. And so hopefully, uh, you know, some of my karma played into effect here for all the things that I have shared. Um, this has come back, and so hopefully. At some point I'll be able to help Big Ron out as well. So much, much thanks to that theme song. It's so awesome. I just man, it's just sweet. The Nerd Cave is 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 a new dance party for the theme song. Getting into this week, I would like to transition, not just talk about the theme song of forever, but even though I could, and move into the topic that I promised from last week, and that is to talk about tinker time. Before I do that. I do want to start off with a new little addition to share what I'm reading this past week and what I kind of hope to finish up as we move into the next week. And I'm actually reading three books. My to-be-read pile is probably sitting at around 60 books, not exaggerating there. And the three that I'm reading that I just am loving and I'm reading so slowly because I don't want them to end, the first is David and Goliath by Malcolm Gladwell. And anything by him is always amazing. And this book is... Really, really fascinating looking at what we consider to be advantages and disadvantages and the research behind the actual truth that goes into underdogs and misfits and and that whole entire kind of thinking mentality that we have. And do we really have an advantage or not? So a phenomenal book. I'm about halfway through, and I really don't want it to end. I'm also reading another amazing book by Todd Henry called Die Empty, I've read his other work, The Accidental Creative. This is even more phenomenal. I think I've highlighted probably more words than than more words that are not highlighted, Um, and I look forward to finishing that up. I I would love to have him on a podcast um, here in the future. And the other one I just picked up from the library today by Max Berry. It's a fiction book just to mix things up. I haven't read fiction in a while, and that's called Lexicon. And I've heard a lot of great things about it. So I'm gonna go ahead and dabble back to the fiction world just to give my my brain a breather and uh, see how I can take that storyline and apply it to the world of education. So those are the three things that I'm reading. Hopefully, I have those done this week and um, get reviews and things up posted. Now, moving on to Tinker Time. What I want to focus on here, you know, I use I use Tinker Time. Some people call it Genius Hour, 20% time, uh, all sorts of names for it. And we see a lot of this starting to happen for students. But one of the things that I got to thinking about was there's a huge missing element to schools and the actual school day. And as, as much as I love the opportunity for kids to have that 20% time, the genius hour, whatever whatever word you use for your school or however you know it, the one thing that really bothered me was, why don't teachers have this opportunity? Why is it that we are expected to do all this on our own time or much of our own time now is being sent grading papers lesson planning because the time we do have to prep and prepare um, oftentimes is spent in meetings and other things that have started to kind of fill in our day so as, as I thought about that I decided as opposed to just sitting and, and complaining about not having time why not make it and so that's exactly what I've done and in my building I had the luxury of being an instructional coach and I have the luxury of actually having a classroom that I do share with other people but I have a space in the building that people can come to and so I took an afternoon where I knew that my 6th, 7th, and 8th grade teachers all had a prep period and two weeks ago I opened it up my room uh, for tinker time and what it allowed the teachers to do is just to come down to my room and just connect with other teachers and experiment and just play And I had a bunch of different kind of activities stationed out at tables. I had several Lego EV3 building kits. I had some Rubik's cubes. Um, I had some stuff to make a trebuchet. I had a makey-makey connected with apples to make Halloween sounds. Because at that point, we were the week before Halloween. I had scratch up and running. I had a whole variety of things. And the, the basic scenario to this when I emailed it out to staff was pretty straightforward. For one period in their week, they could come down to my room, and the rules that I had instilled were the following. That teachers were not allowed to talk about lesson planning, they were not allowed to grade papers, they couldn't uh, vent about some student or email or something that was really bothering that day, they couldn't bring down any paperwork, couldn't talk attendance, and we could not discuss professional development. Instead, in the Coffee Chug Cafe, which is named my classroom, they were allowed to play, color, experiment, engage in conversation about crazy ideas, design, build, draw, brainstorm. Basically, what I wanted them to do was to think and act like a child. And for the first day and the first time, I had a pretty good turnout. My sixth grade t- staff, I had uh, I think about five or six teachers. Then I had about the same for eighth grade um, seventh grade, I didn't have any teachers, but I know that's going to change because there are a lot were end up being some some meeting times that conflicted with that. What I think is so valuable is that I think we as educators just need that time to get out and play, tinker, and do things that we wouldn't normally do. The key here, which I think is vital, is that we don't have to connect it back to curriculum. What I think will naturally happen is as these teachers and people come in and do these crazy things and start to experiment with this and that, somewhere down the road, it'll spark a new thought that they'll be able to apply to their classroom. And that's what it's all about. So some things that I learned about after the first, first week when we did this was, one, the first session, teachers just wanted to talk. And we sat and I had some amazing conversations conversations that I wish were happening all the time. And we were just discussing these wild things out in the frontier, basically talking about things that we did not know the answer to. And I don't think that we'll ever find the answer to, except for just to play out the life of education and see where things go. And it was really, really great to sit there and just have a conversation about those types of ideas. you know. And really what they focus around is what is the future going to hold for kids, and what do we do to prepare them for it and the future is unknown and we don't know exactly the exact precise skills that they need and that can be a little nerve-wracking so it's easy to come back to your comfort levels of, of what you know but we've got to continue to explore and challenge different ideas different literacies and things of that nature from there this friday we are going to have our second tinker time for teachers in my building and what I, after I reflected on it, I realized we need to give a little bit more focus, but still leave it wide open. So we're going to be dabbling in augmented reality. And so I had sent out an email onto our Bolton board, letting the teachers know that they needed to download um, a few augmented reality apps to come to Tinker Time with, to experiment and play. So we're going to be messing with Erasma, um, Blipar, LAR, um, and the Color augmented reality apps. And just, we're going to, you know, we're going to color some coloring pages. We're going to make our own little videos. And we're just going to have some fun with it. The goal here is going to be to create our own teacher newspaper using Augment Reality just to get them having fun with it. And then start to figure out maybe on their own if it's something that they could incorporate within their classroom. But that's far from, from the game here. It's just, I want teachers to come in, have some fun think and do things they normally wouldn't do, and walk out of there excited to come back. And there's a lot of momentum building, especially with this augmented reality. It's obviously everywhere, and uh, teachers are really excited for that. And so I will continue to do updates on my blog in terms of how this augmented reality tinker time goes, and uh, this is something that we're going to do once a week. And I have moved it to Fridays. Originally, I had it on a Tuesday, and I started thinking Fridays would work much better at the end of the day when most of our brains are fried and we really don't want to think about lesson planning or grading papers, this gives a valid excuse to avoid that, to come down to my room and just think completely differently. And so we have an amazing administrative staff that it has allowed me to carve that into my day and also to allow the teachers and educators to come down and, and basically tinker and mess around and act like a kid. So as much as many of you are doing Genius Hour and working on all those amazing things with students I think the next step is to make that time for your teachers because if the teachers have the opportunity and they can get excited about doing things differently that's gonna feed into their classroom and it's gonna make their classroom their teaching and all the things that they do that much more exciting and that's really what it's all about at the end of the day so super jacked about that and I will leave in the show notes the blog post of my reflection and other information about Tinker Time, as well as any future updates. I will have a reflection probably at the end of this week when we do Tinker Time this Friday, and um, it's going to be awesome, awesome. So to wrap things up, because I'm already over my 10-minute limit that I wanted to, to stay to. One big shout out to Big Ron for the theme song. It's most amazing thing that's ever been created for me in all my years of education. Secondly, I will keep you updated on Tinker Time. And we'll get going here. I'm starting to get some uh, guests lined up for some future podcasts so we can get some different variety and, and different insights here. And we'll keep this podcast up and running, living on the edge of chaos. So your challenge for this week is to carve out Tinker Time. If you can't get it for your staff or your whole building, Get it carved out for yourself and get out there and just take a time, 30 minutes to 45 minutes, and just do something you normally wouldn't do. And I would love to hear what you do and what you learn from it. So please share back at at Coffee Chug Books if you're on Twitter. You can leave comments on my blog, Coffee for the Brain, or you can email me at any given time. And I would love to hear about it. And we'll share out what we discovered Friday with our Tinker Time as a staff. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your support. If you share the message, I appreciate that even more. And I will be back next Sunday with episode three of Living on the Edge of Chaos. And I'm going to leave this one a surprise because I don't even want to give you any um, hints about what's to come, but I guarantee you're going to love it. Thanks so much. Take care. Have a fantastic week and keep it real. Keep drinking that coffee and keep living the dream. Have a good one, everybody. Peace out.